Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast, and today I am speaking with Mr. Paul Foley, a 15-year veteran of Nike, Inc., where he was responsible for intelligence-led enforcement, authentication, and Mr. Foley, currently EVP of Global Sales and Strategy for VI3 in Needham, Massachusetts, began his career at Reebok working on supply chain, sourcing, distribution, transportation, and sales. I met Mr. Foley recently at the FDR Footwear Executive Summit in Washington, D.C. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. Glad to have you on the podcast today. Maybe first you could provide our listeners with a little more detail on what your responsibilities were at Nike and how you transitioned to VI3. Yeah, thank you for having me today, Bob. When I was at Nike, we we put together an intelligence-led enforcement program because you know counterfeits are very rampant and counterfeits have gotten so good. And it, it's one thing to seize product and be able to authenticate product. But our goal was to find the people, the networks that were behind the counterfeits and go after them and investigate them and work with law enforcement so that we could, you know, bring down networks that were responsible for, for doing the counterfeiting. And I did that for probably five, six years, seven years. And then it became a personal choice to move to VI3. You know, I was, I was, I would have had to relocate. And because of personal reasons, I thought VI3 made good sense because uh, I've worked with them in the past and they have a great product in being able to authenticate product for anti-counterfeiting and, and gray market diversion. Let's ask you next, Paul. Um, you know, VI3 is going, undergoing a rebranding currently this spring from a former name of Valmar Corporation. You know, why is that being done and what does that entail? Yeah, so VI3 is the three I stand for, innovation, intelligence, and insight. And the company was started by a a bunch of very smart people that were engineers and scientists. They really spent their time in in bringing the, the 2D barcode and the data matrix to market, you know, several, several years and decades ago in doing direct park marketing for the Department of Defense and and companies like Boeing and Pratt and & Whitney and, and the U.S. Postal Service. And so they're really, really good engineers, and they knew they had a solution that would work for the counterfeiting industry. And, and really the, the change was when smartphones came on the scene, and now you had the availability for consumers to start reading data matrix and QR codes with their phones. So that became game-changing, and, and really it was a, a very innovative and intelligent system at the time and what we've done is talking to all of our customers, they would describe us as, you know, innovative, intelligent, and giving insights to all of the data. So that's why we sort of did a branding from from Valmark, which they started years ago, to really, part of it was culturally. When you're in Europe and you say the word Valmark, it sounds like a, a Midwestern retailer based in Bentonville, Arkansas. We didn't want to be confusing in any way. These are not very prominently pronounced across the world. So we thought to make it VI3 to to retain the V and the tradition of Valmark, but also the three I's, which our customers tell us we are, which is innovative, insight, and intelligence. So that's where we uh, landed on the on the new name and branding for VI3. Okay, Paul. And then also I wanted to ask you next, you know, you talked about already touched upon product counterfeiting and diversion to gray market. Can you offer some details on how that's combated uh, by the technology that VI3 uses? Yeah. So 
what it really comes down to is it comes down to when brands are sourcing product all over the world, it really comes down to provenance where where with the brand, we work with the brands and making sure that on on all the products and the packaging that we have unique identifiers, QR codes that are done at the factory level so that we know that this product started in an authorized factory for an authorized purchase order and it's tracked throughout the supply chain. So, which also gives help in the supply chain visibility uh, where uh, a lot of times there's not automation in factories in Asia. It's very manual because of, of labor. And, and we add a level of automation to that to start getting insights into what's going on in the factory by recording this data so that for both brands and factory owners, you start knowing intelligently what, what, where product is in the supply chain. You know, if I have a purchase order that's working its way through production, I will know if certain products or what percent of our purchase order has passed certain phases in the manufacturing process. Where, where today everything is very manual and labor intensive to update that data, we, we bring technology to that to solve that problem. Is it fair to say, Paul, is it fair to say that the use of your technology, companies in the footwear apparel industry can catch on quicker in terms of if some of their products being diverted or there's counterfeits being made by the use of your technology, they'll be able to know in a, in a quicker fashion and maybe put it out, stop it faster than they would have previously. Yeah, exactly. A lot of, a lot of executives today don't know the health of their market. It's all anecdotal. They'll say, yeah, we might be counterfeited. We, you know, we might have a diversion issue. Uh, occasionally I'll get calls from distributors where product that's not intended for their market lands in their market. We have to do some investigations, but our system will give you some empirical data of how big your problem really is and help you with some programs to right size your problem. So whether it's counterfeiting and coming up with an enforcement program that goes after the source, or if it's a diversion problem that identifies who is not upholding your contracts and, and dumping product in places they shouldn't be, we will give you that intelligence behind the scenes to figure out the size and scope of your issue and also to give you a solution to correct it. And, uh, next, I want to ask you, Paul, what about some color on how VI3 provides global logistics visibility to its clients and how that helps them within the supply chain? You know, and are there certain types of companies and footwear and apparel industries that would benefit most from these uh, from your help? Yeah, oh, maybe a lot of mature Companies have, have put, maybe some of the larger brands have put some systems in at factories because everybody has to sort of generate uh, an ASN from the factory. You want to know what's coming in from the factory. You want to know what's in each case. You want to know what's in each cane container. And you want it to be accurate so that you don't have chargebacks down the road as you ship that or transship that to retailers. Because a lot of times things that are packed in a factory in an original carton, maybe those cartons are never opened and they're just cross-stocked to one of your retailers. And if the factories are doing packing errors or you know the right product is not in the right container, we can give you visibility up front while that stuff is still being made to correct those to correct those issues. So we start putting automation in factories where typically there has not been any a lot of work done in this area. One of the things for smaller brands is they don't have any visibility into factories and some brands are still sending Excel spreadsheets to factories for their purchase orders. Or So we will help you automate the purchase order system to give factories visibility to uh, what orders they have, acceptance of purchase orders, and the data is sort of from the brand. So think of it all the way down to data not having to be rekeyed into factories ERP systems where you have transposure issues and, 
and people key in the wrong UPC code, and that leads to chargebacks down the road. So what we do is we take the data from the brand and we keep that intact and we interface it into, into the factories so that there's a lot of efficiencies gained by by having one true source of the data being the brand's data interface into factories and label providers and also giving visibility to where products are in the supply chain. And what we've seen is when people are doing automation in the factories, they might be trying to do advanced manufacturing and, and trying to cut product more efficiently. But a lot of people aren't spending time into the, the sort of the data part of the supply chain. And that's what we focus on. Let me do a follow-up, Paul. How, uh, what's the turnaround if a company was to hire you, your VI3, whether it's a small uh, footwear company or a small apparel company or a large one? You know, what's if they, once they hire you, what would be the turnaround time for you to implement these processes at their factories? Yeah. So one of the things that we do is we want to make sure that brands are using the system and getting all the derived value out of it because it does hit many different areas. It hits your legal team with your anti-counterfeiting solution. It hits your sales team with your diversion issue, and it hits your sourcing and manufacturing with your supply chain visibility. So it's bringing all the groups together in the beginning and making them understand the value. And, and then once they understand the value, we put together a, usually we'll do a pilot in one factory and we will walk before we run. We'll show them the value. We'll, we'll lead them on how this works. And then we will plan a scaled rollout over, over an appropriate time so that it's not disruptive to what they're doing and other projects that they have going on. So we come in as sort of a turnkey solution. They don't have to add staff or labor. We really run the project. We are factory facing and, and we get in front of all the implementations and installations at the factories and we train the factories on the brand's behalf. So it's really a turnkey solution where brands can implement this with other projects going on, knowing that knowing that we got their back and, and we can get them up and running in anywhere from three months to generally 12 to 18 months. One last follow-up on that particular subject, uh, Paul. I know that a lot of retailers today are doing their own private labels, sourcing their own product for certain brands. They could benefit from the use of your company's uh, technology as well, correct? Yeah, they can. They might not have big counterfeiting or diversion issues, but if you look at the QR code around the world, and maybe North America is not a good segment, but QR codes are starting to be more and more prevalent in the general marketplace, you know, whether it's food, QR codes are on food for recipes. If you look at uh, your can of Coke, there's QR codes on your can of Coke. And if you look to other parts of the world, QR code in Asia is everywhere. Uh, They use it for payment of products. They use it for consumer engagement. And, And we think that technology is actually more mature in the East. And if you're running a global brand, that's a big part of your consumer base. And we think that brands in, in Europe are, are more advanced in the U.S. of using QR codes, especially for consumer engagement. And we think that that is going to be, uh, in the near future, we think that that's going to be much more adopted in the West. Even in Latin America, for example, Colombia is a very mature market where consumers scan QR codes all the time. And, and you can do it for a variety of reasons. And a lot of it is consumer engagement. You know, what do you want to tell your consumers? Your consumers want, you know, know me, teach me, serve me, sell me. You know, let me share through social media about your product. And, and the QR code is, is the per- perfect low-cost, carrier to do that for brands which you also include which also include bob's private label retailers 
And just one last question today, Paul, before we wrap it up uh, today's podcast. A broad question, if you could uh, just offer a broad comment on the critical need today for companies to consider the types of services that are offered by companies like VI3. Uh, the biggest thing is health of market. You know, senior leaders of companies have to solve the questions, you know, the, the old the old adage, you know, what keeps the CEO up at night? And and one of the things is losing the 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 value of the brand to consumers. Uh, the the barriers to be a counterfeiter have been lowered. Years ago, to be a counterfeiter, you had to go to Asia, you had to source a container of product, you had to pay for it up front, you had to import the product, you had to distribute it, and hope you didn't get caught. Well, today, any you know, there's kids there's kids today in, in in eighth grade that are going on to social media and finding someone in a factory in Asia that can make a shoe or a piece of apparel that they want that's branded that is not authorized by the brand and they can you know order five pairs and and sell three of them on social media or on some third party platform so the barriers have been lowered so counterfeiting is getting worse it's not getting better and what we do is we have a solve for that well thanks Paul I've been speaking with Paul Foley executive vice president of global sales and strategy for VI3 in Needham, Massachusetts. And you've been listening to the latest edition of the Sports Insight Extra podcast. Learn more about the latest sports industry news every Monday afternoon at the website or on your mobile device by signing up for a free subscription. And don't forget to catch up and listen to the latest podcast at sportsinsightextra.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. I'm Bob McGee.